Welcome to the Occult London Podcast. This is a new podcast dedicated to exploring magic, mysticism, the Kabbalah, as well as other topics. If you like the podcast, please write a review and rate us on iTunes as it will really help us to get this message out there. Also be sure to visit our website at occultlondon.co.uk. Hope you enjoy it. In today's episode, we will be continuing our discussion on the Archangel, the Tree of Life, with an examination of the Archangel Kamael, who, from a Kabbalistic point of view, represents the Briatic or creative forces within the sphere of Geburah on the Tree of Life. Geburah is the sphere of strength and severity and glows with a rich, fiery energy. This sphere on the Tree of Life is the one which we would work with if we want to kind of bring courage, self-discipline, but also the strength to cut away things that don't serve us anymore. This sphere is the opposite of the expansive nature of Jupiter, um, but it also is one which needs to be treated carefully as if it's not in balance, it can obviously lead to you know, anger, um, cruelty, lack of compassion for one's fellow beings. Um, although a lot of occultists tend to look at Kamel as being, um, and, and the sphere of Gabura as being you know, a kind of a darker, more destructive energy on the tree of life, um, from my point of view, I always look at it as being a strengthening force that removes what is unnecessary, and also enable sort of new life to grow. So similar to weeding a garden to ensure that we have a good crop or doing a spring clean or, you know, in a blacksmith's forge, actually, you know, the process of strengthening a blade so it'll be strong enough, that is very much a kind of Geburic aspect. So let's have a look at the Archangel. So Camel is also known as Camuel, Camille and Camniel. Um, he's the archangel of strength, courage, and also war, and in both Christian and Jewish mythology and angelology. The origins of the name are slightly unclear, uh, like a lot of the archangels. However, it's likely it came, the cam bit came from the Hebrew word kama, which means heat or rage or anger or wrath of God, or kilmiel, which means to arise or stand up. Kamael has the following titles, the burner of God, and is also known as the right hand of God. The root of his name is the word kab, which means to sort of feel pain or to suffer, and also to sadden and also to bring about war. So all these aspects in terms of people, if you can't handle the power of Mars, that that's what it will bring around. So there's very much this kind of very energetic, powerful, um, fiery energy which kind of flows through Camiel. And obviously we need to be strong enough in order to handle that energy. So similar to uh, a steam engine, if you build the, build it incorrectly, um, it will blow up likewise with a gun or a, a cannon, for instance, if you prime that and it's not been created properly, it's not been tempered correctly, it will just blow up. So it's a very similar energy that we're, we're dealing with within this sphere. And this destructive aspect of Geburah and Kamiel is why in some in days past, sometimes Satan would be attributed to this sphere. And often there are there are some legends that talk about um, the, arch, the archangel Samael, um, being, who's one of the fallen angels, being in charge of this, this sephira before the fall. 
In terms of historical mentions, Camille's name is included in the Pseudo-Dionysus, 5th or 6th century AD, Corpus Areopagiticum, and apologies if I'm pronouncing that wrong, as one of the seven archangels, along with Mikael, Gabriel, Raphael, Uriel, Jophiel, and Zadkiel. And he's one of the seven who stands before the throne of God. Um, Camille's also meant to be the leader of the forces that expelled Adam and Eve from the Garden of Eden, holding a flaming sword. Camille's also included in the Catholic Church in the Vatican ban on the veneration of angels, um, not mentioned in the Bible from 2002. So it's quite interesting. It's quite quite a recent recent thing that that's happened. Um, some writers have also suggested that Camille is the angel who wrestles Jacob and he's thought to have been one of the archangels who, along with Gabriel, comes to comfort and help Jesus when he is in distress in the Garden of Gethsemane. Camiel is the archangel who's meant to guard the gates of heaven. And he also has a role of keeping Leviathan, um, which is similar to the kind of Cthulhu concept from um, H.P. Lovecraft, uh, keeping this beast at bay until Judgment Day when it sort of swallows sinners and that's quite a good idea about this this archangel with our own selves obviously we all have this shadow self this dark stuff that we kind of tuck away into the back bedroom hide it in a cupboard etc we don't want to see it so this cameo energy is very good in terms of that of actually let's face that beast let's bring out that darkness and you know facing your enemies facing adversity facing challenge finding that courage other duties he's meant to be talked about is including um, heavenly singing. So he's meant to help those who love God and also bringing godliness to mankind and helping them to find that discipline as well. Camille's normally associated with being a, a warrior archangel and is obviously representative of divine justice. But he's also the head of the warlike band of angels known as the Seraphim. Very much associated with justice, severity and also, as I said, linked with Samael, the destroying angel of death, who his task is really to sort of remove these imperfections and enable enable the best version of ourselves to come to the foreground. So there's a very much a balancing aspect with Camiel. Obviously, he's he's this very warlike, very um, dynamic, uh, energetic force, which, uh, as I said, has a almost a brutal way of dealing with things quickly um, in order that we can learn and we can grow and we can move on um, but at the same time there's also this this balancing aspect as well and you oft, often will see depictions of Camille with a sword and a scales as well so it's this whole justice aspect and if we look at the scales it's balancing two different aspects of ourselves in the center um, so that is really kind of teaching us from that point of view you know, the middle pillar, we must become the middle pillar and be balanced um, from that side. And this balancing aspect is, is is a very positive aspect. And this is something William Gray talks about in his um, Ladders of Light book, which I'd recommend people read if they haven't read already. It's quite an old book. Um, and sometimes it used to be quite difficult to get hold of, actually, but I think it's been republished relatively recently. But I just wanted to quote from Gray on what he says about this balancing aspect. Here is indeed a being of power we may consider as Camiel or Samuel, who provides resistance to divine energy, because 
Without resistance, there can be no reaction. Matter has two main electrical qualities, resistance and conduction. If we see Gebura as resistance and Kesed as conduction to the power from the middle pillar, we shall have some useful ideas to think about. Resistance to an electric current is the factor that makes the wire become hot enough to cook our dinners and warm the house. If resistance decreased sufficiently, the wire would burn out altogether and set the house on fire. From this, we learn how necessary is divine control of its own energy. Kamael is the built-in resistance that modifies divine power in such a way that it can be safely used further down the tree of life. And that's a really good quote from William Gray's Ladder of Lights. Um, other other powers that Kamel's meant to have had is the ability to grant invisibility visibility, um, and also invincibility and strength. If one thinks about invisibility, actually, it's quite relevant because if we're really strong and really balanced in ourselves, um, you know, we don't tend to be visible to danger. Or we won't necessarily see danger so much because we are we are strong in ourselves. Um, as I said, he's a re- Camille's a really good force to call, and if you need kind of adjustment in your in your life or to practice self discipline, um, and as I said, you need to slightly to slightly be careful with some of the energy in terms of what you want, um, because the lessons you learn from this archangel can be can be difficult, can be painful. It's very much about sort of facing uh, these kind of shadow aspects of oneself. Um, but it's important to realise that Kamael is a an archangel of the Briatic level. So all of the experiences that he brings about, um, even if they're painful, even if they bring about sadness, um, will be positive eventually. So he's creating something new from a dark experience, potentially. And this is something that Gray talks about again. I just wanted to quote from him again. Uh, Justice is only concerned with the restoration of lost balance and harmony throughout the tree and the motive of justice is necessity. It returns energy in relative terms to the nature of its output. So as he's saying, it's very much this justice force which is adjusting us uh, back into a place of harmony and balance. So this is very much a positive aspect. Um, in terms of the relationships, obviously Kamael and Sadkiel, who's the Archangel of Kesed, work very well together in harmony and they balance each other out. So this is why you have the symbol of the sword um, and the rod held in the right hand. So the sword compels compels us to do things and the sword is very much justice and power of, of Kamael. And then on the other hand, you've got the, in Kesed, which we'll be talking about in the next episode, you have the the rod and you also have the orb of power. So it's this very much this, this balanced kingship um, and they work very well together because obviously Kesed is all to do with mercy, it's all to do with expansion um, and forgiveness. But obviously if you have too much of that, then you'll tend to find that people walk all over you and you turn into a bit of a drip. So you need that balance, cameo force, to be a ruler, be the king 
or queen of your kingdom. Um, you need to have the sword and the rod. And that's very much relevant um, if one thinks about the IHS symbol as well, um, which is you know used in lots of different traditions. And if you look at the shape of of the IHS symbol, often you'll have the I will be in the middle between of the, of the H, and then the S goes around the, the around it. And the I is very much the middle pillar, sitting in the centre of the H. The H is signifying the, the black and white pillars of Yakin and Boaz, and then the serpent of wisdom is crossing round. So it's finding this balance between mercy and severity um, at that point of Kesed and Geburah, finding pure balance, finding pure harmony, becoming the king or queen of our kingdom so that we become stronger human beings, better able to help others. Nothing can pass up the tree unless it's purified and sanctified and strengthened by the fire of Kamael. And even if one goes through the process of uh, contacting one's holy guardian angel, uh, things like Abramelin, etc., and being a realized individual, so you've contacted your individuality, you can still have these imperfections within the, the personality. And Kamael is the one that sort of irons out those final creases um, so that you can continue up into higher up experiences, uh, crossing the abyss, etc. And as I said, Kamael's force and power is very much part of that Briatic creative force. So although it is sometimes seen as destructive or bringing about, you know, adjustment or justice, uh, it's very much creative destruction, I would say, would be a good way of thinking about it. So similar to um, something being destroyed, but something being, you know, growing back basically and I know you sometimes get this cases you know with with regards to things like forest fires in some regions actually the earth has actually responded amazingly well and it's actually really helped it to grow and bring back more life more trees etc so it's a similar concept to that that you need to kind of prune prune off the bits we don't need so that new things can grow so that we can develop so that we can shed that skin and become better human beings, better able to serve others. In terms of iconography, um, Kamel, you know, he's obviously a fire angel, um, very much associated with warlike Mars. So the colour red, often he's depicted in um, armour with a sword or a, or a spear. And, you know, very much one that you'd work with with regards to kind of protection, bravery and finding courage in yourself um, but most of all Camel teaches us I think that we have this power within ourselves to face our darkest fears and with the aid of this archangel we can find that strength within ourselves find that inner sword and turn that darkness into light I wanted to finish this episode with a poem by a poet called William Ernest Henley um, called Invictus, which I think captures some of the aspects of Camael well. It goes like this. Out of the night that covers me, black as the pit from pole to pole, 
I thank whatever gods may be for my unconquerable soul. In the fell clutch of circumstance, I have not winced nor cried aloud. Under the bludgeonings of chance, my head is bloody but unbowed. Beyond this place of wrath and tears looms but the horror of the shade and yet the menace of the years finds and shall find me unafraid. It matters not how straight the gate, how charged with punishments the scroll, I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. Thanks very much for joining us this week on the Occult London podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Please check out our website at occultlondon.co.uk where you can subscribe to the show. Speak to you all soon.